0: Hi everybody and welcome to another festive edition of the Stationary Freaks gift guide. How are you doing Helen?
1: I'm doing very well. Hi everyone.
0: Yes, hi everybody. It's Rob here and of course with Helen and we've been doing a couple of these already. This is our third one so if you've not listened to the first two then go and check them out. And uh, The first one was about pens and then the second one was about notebooks and this one today Helen we're talking accessories aren't we?
1: We are talking accessories. Now, we haven't, we don't ever compare notes. And I have to be honest, I gave it zero thought. So when it was the notebooks, (laughs) I did anticipate what I thought you were going to say. But I haven't done for this. I haven't given it any thought at all of what you're going to say. Uh, So I have no idea. But I'm fairly sure you're not going to be impressed with mine. So...
0: <laughs> oh, I will be. I'll be very impressed. I'm. I'm impressed with almost everything that you have, apart from bullet journals. But we, we won't talk about that. Yeah. And stickers. Oh, oh, no, I'm, in, I'm into the stickers. I'm into yeah. stickers. Now, actually, um, just a side note, I saw the a little paper chase end in Tesco the other day,
1: yeah.
0: and they've got. You know, I'll be honest. It wasn't as impressive as I was expecting it to
1: oh, be. Oh, that's but, a sad loss for those of us who love. Yeah. Paper chase.
0: Yeah, but they've got a decent selection of loads of stuff. So there was like washi tape and yeah. you know, notebooks and pens. So yeah, it was, it was quite nice. And it was, you know, fun and vibrant, which is really, you know, sort of the paper chase style. So I don't think we're going to have too many clashes on this no. one at all. <laughs> no, I'm
1: fairly sure we're not. Yeah. And just so that you've got a good picture of me, Rob, I'm actually currently surrounded. Surrounded is not even an exaggeration by... Various types of stickers. I was having a bit of a moment before we we have this call and uh, I was looking at the the new Hobonichi Techno that I've bought. We're going to do a whole podcast on that. And I've got all the stickers out because I'm having a bit of a moment thinking, I I don't know what I'm doing again. (laughs) Do I need more stickers? And I think, honestly, the honest God answer is, hell no, I do not need any more stickers. I have about three times what I would consider enough
0: so, oh, but this, you, you know you're going to buy some more
1: there's some in a basket already which is why i was checking turns out what's really funny is it turns out that some of the things in the basket are ones that i've already bought so it's just oh, a there
0: budget. you go you've you've bought so many stickers you've lost track of what you've bought I you really have. that is a problem that is a problem definitely well i'm surrounded by random stuff i have this thing where you know once a month i'll clean the studio i'll do it really well and i'll sort everything out and it'll look like one of these minimalistic you know desk tours that you see on instagram it'll Uh, look it'll look stunning i mean it looks great when it's all tidied and clean and then literally about two days later you can't see the desk no i know (laughs) paper and i've got a packet of crisps i've got camera stuff it's just absolute dump i'm literally leaning on piles of, of books notepads hoping that they don't all tumble during the middle of this recording so right yeah
1: it's, it can't be kept tidy and working it so no. I like to think of it when it's untidy it's just because I'm working because as soon as I've finished working it can be tidy again right
0: yeah, I mean ideally you you I'd put stuff away once I've finished with it, but that's yeah. not how much I'm, like, I'm just off. I'm, you know, it's just distractions. I must say, there's like I look around and it's like, oh, I've got to finish oh, that. Shade. Oh, gotta do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So for those of you that maybe haven't listened to the previous couple of podcasts, we come up with three things each, you know, around a theme. And today's theme is accessories. We share these accessories and why they're important to us, and we will give you an idea about the price as well. And we do have a special episode coming after this one, which is about money's no object was a stationary freak. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Um but for now, accessories. Helen, you've got three. What's your first one?
1: So my first one is actually um the tipex on a roll stuff. You know, they have these like it's kind of like half roll, half pen. And you well,
0: I don't think I've seen that.
1: Have you not? It's really cool. So it's like um I don't know how to describe it, really. It's literally Tipex, a very, very thin piece of Tipex has already been put on paper and dried, maybe, and sliced up, so that when you roll this thing across your page, it just lies a tiny piece, very, very thin piece of perfectly formed Tipex across it. And the reason I love it is because I... Historically, in my brain, Tipex is sort of the stuff of the devil because it used to be in bottles and Mm. they used to have brushes and they changed those to little pointy sponges which was way better but as it gets old it gets clumpy and it doesn't take very long to get clumpy and it just was awful and it was always bumpy and you could never write on it afterwards and this stuff removes all of that you just lay it down and then you write over the top and it's not quite invisible because most of my notepads have uh cream colored paper because it is easier for my eyes to see so yeah, it's white and it shows up on that. I wonder if they do cream versions, actually. I've never I'm looked. I'm just looking
0: at it now. Is it the Tipex Correction Roller Pocket Mouse as oh, well? That's
1: one? exactly. comes in a little pack of two. And oh, it's only like three or four quid for two.
0: Yeah, it's even got like little eyes on it. It actually does look like a mouse, which is quite cool.
1: <laughs> okay, my one, the one I'm holding in my hand right now does not have eyes. But maybe ah. that's just a problem with where I bought it.
0: I was going to ask, like, what decade are you living in at the moment, Helen? I mean, Tipex is, <laughs> Tipex is like nineteen eighties. It's like it, school thing, you know. It do, truly what do you is. use it for?
1: I use it when I'm bullet journaling occasionally. So I don't worry about crossings out and scribbles and all the rest of it. If I'm writing notes, you know, uh, my to-do list or whatever. But what I don't like is when I make a mistake on one of my project headings or one of my area headings. It it really grates on me. <laughs> So I use that just to make the heading t- tidy and then I don't care about, I don't really care about the r- written bit of it, the day-to-day bit of it. But the headings, I like to be nice. So I mean, by nice, I mean, I, the bar is very low for me. I, it's <laughs> very much a, a functional thing. But I still like it to be pretty. So um, yeah, that's why I do that. It's not because I'm living in the 1990s.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't used Tippex for donkey's years and... Yeah, maybe I should. With a typewriter, I often make mistakes. In fact, I make loads of mistakes when I'm bashing around on a typewriter.
1: Tipex is your friend. This is—I don't know how you'd get it in there, though. That's the only drawback. You'd, you'd struggle to get it in there.
0: Yeah, you'd have to sort of spool the paper out and put it in, and then hope that you get it back in the right place again.
1: Yeah, oh. not going to go well, I think. But you know.
0: So you say they're about two pound ninety-nine. The one I'm looking at is two ninety-nine for. Yes for one mouse
1: yeah I think it's three or four pounds for two so it's definitely better to buy them in packs of two um they last for quite a long time but I do go through them to be fair so I buy them in packs of two I don't bulk buy them in packs of 60 because I don't go through them that
0: fast Mm. nice that's a good start that's a good start
1: what about you what's your first one then Rob
0: well I I struggled with this category Massively, yeah, because there's so many accessories that when, you Um, know, I think when you you draw your focus to the accessories that you use, you start to realize quite how many things there are that support that sort of, you know, what we talk about most, which is notebooks and pens and and getting stuff done. So I did really struggle with this, but then I thought, well, there's one thing that I use quite a lot, and that's the first one on my list, and it's a guillotine. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got it here. Mine's a, a Fubon. Um, I'm just having a look on Amazon. They don't seem to sell that brand anymore, but I've got one that looks identical. (laughs) And it's essentially a small A4 um, guillotine. And it's got these sort of safety blades, which you can buy in big bumper packs. I've got a pack in the cupboard. And I use it quite a lot. Um, When I'm shipping books from my other brand, I include a little hand-typed note. And instead of including the whole sheet of A4, I guillotine it off and include just a little bit of the note. I use it for my paper cutting stuff. I use it just to chop up bits of paper for index cards and things like that. I use it a lot. I use it way more than I thought I would when I first bought it.
1: See, I have one that I Mm. thought I would use loads. And I, I can probably pinpoint the cupboard that it's put away in, but it would require some significant furniture removal for me to get it out. So that's how often I use mine. And that's really interesting, isn't it?
0: Well, this isn't a, a guillotine with a you know a big arm and a blade that you chop down on the paper. It's not for, I guess, it's building. It's a slidey one, is yeah. it? And one it's is a yeah, it's a slidey one. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's brilliant. The kids love using it. It's super safe to use. Yeah. The one I'm looking at here, I don't think I paid this for it, but it's on at £24.24, 24, which I think is quite a lot of money. Um, we will include links to all of these products anyway, but my number one choice of my list. Hey! What's your number two?
1: so my number two uh is also quite a cheap one and this is a surprise left field newly loved so ah a few podcasts ago rob i don't know if you remember i went to buy i bought a bookaroo pouch to put a load mm, of stuff yeah. in when i went traveling and one of the because once you go down these little rabbit holes you find other things you didn't know you needed and i bought a little pack of bookaroo tabs and they're made of that like PET stuff. So it's quite, it's kind, I won't say waterproof but plasticky, mm-hmm. but it's quite solid and hard wearing. And they're tabs that you can stick onto your notebook. But they're really easy to pick up and reposition, and they're designed to do that. So they're a bit like a post-it note, like that, but really hard wearing. So the tab is about just over. An inch long, so maybe four centimetres, something like that. Really sticks nicely because I use nice big bullet journals, so I've got four or five of these, and I use them brilliantly to sort of uh divide up the back side, the back end of my bullet journal, so that I have areas. So, for example, all my po- uh, notes for the stationary freaks podcasts have got their own little bookery tab, and I use loads and loads of tabs for bullet journaling because I have ones that divide up the dates the months for me Um, Mm. I'm used to using these kind of things and I have pieces of ribbon that you have in bullet journals usually two or three you get with your bullet journal so I'm used to that but these have proved themselves to be much more useful than I had anticipated so much so that they're top of my list or second on my list and I've got some more in order so yeah I'm really I need more colors apparently so that's why they do a load of different colors Um, you can get packs of I don't even know how many is in a pack it's probably like 20 I would think or something like that oh no probably more than that looking at this now um but yeah I've been really impressed with them super hard wearing right on them in black felt tip or something and it's great
0: yeah, I like the idea that you can move them around they don't lose yeah. their stickiness over time I imagine eventually they will
1: well I'm sure they will do but you know they're, they're not hugely expensive they are again what have I got here four pounds so four pounds and I I'm looking, it's probably given you ten of each note and there's one two four types of colour. So you've probably got forty stickies on there. Yeah, it says here forty stickies. Good estimating, Helen. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was really impressed with them and I'm I will be buying or I'm buying more, um in more colours.
0: I was just thinking then when you were you were guesstimating how many are in there that, you know, you should get yourself to an amusement park where you have to guess how many marbles are in a jar. <laughs> and, and then my brain naturally went to, oh, my word, imagine like a stationary fair. Well, I was just know.
1: thinking if, if it wasn't, and if the prize wasn't and you get to win this fabulous notebook, I'm not sure I'd be particularly motivated, Rob, if I'm honest.
0: No, I was I was thinking more like here's a notebook, how many pages are in it, and then you could oh. – or here's, you know, whatever, here's a pencil case with some pens, how many pens? Uh, anyway, that's how my brain works, a bit weird. <laughs> All right, cool. They sound good. They sound good.
1: So what's your second one
0: then? Yeah, my second one, I umdenied between going for a hard pencil case which I use every single day to carry my what? fountain pens and stuff, but it just seemed really boring. Yeah. So I've gone for my Rapsico pencil sharpener. It's got a little handle. We've done this in a podcast before we talked yeah. about this. Stick your pencil in, wind the handle around a few times, comes out crystal sharp. Love it. And it looks retro. It's like what you probably had at school, very similar to that.
1: I have memories at school of being it being quite a cool thing to be able to just have an excuse to go up to the teacher's desk and play with this this yeah. pencil sharpener, because obviously you couldn't just go up if your pencil was fine. But if you were lucky enough that your pencil wasn't quite sharp enough, you could go up and have a play. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, that reminds me, I had a teacher, um, a chemistry teacher at school, and you cannot do this anymore, I'm certain of it. And <laughs> he looked like, if you've ever watched Dungeons and Dragons, he looked like Dungeon Master. absolute oh. spitting image of Dungeon Master, and he was really small, and he, st- he had to stand on like beer crates at the front so he could see over the desk. No. And he insisted that everybody, when he came in, sharpen the pencil. And so everybody would sharpen your pencil in one of these, similar to the one I've, I'm talking about at the moment. And his idea was that if you dropped the pencil from, you know, head height onto your hand and it didn't hurt, it wasn't sharp enough. Now, I'm
1: really?
0: pretty certain you can't do that at school anymore.
1: Oh, I if, think probably you can't test it. I mean, it's. I think you probably still hold a the theory, but you probably shouldn't be testing yeah, it. Yeah, you
0: shouldn't be testing that. No, no. So lots of injured kids during chemistry and um, <laughs> one day he literally blew himself up at the front as well, which was really? uh, highly entertaining.
1: Are um, you sure he was qualified? I mean, I'm just thinking here, maybe... <laughs>
0: I don't, I'm not too sure he was. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they wheeled him out of a cupboard somewhere, and he was like you know, living in there in the in the dungeon. Anyway, um, that was my second one. a am to carry pencil sharpener. I don't know how much they go for broadly. I think the one I've got here is about ten pound. So it's a lot of money for a pencil sharpener.
1: It's a lot of money for a pencil sharpener, Rob. And I mean, really, you are in a glass house when you're throwing stones at my stickers, mate.
0: True, but we did an episode about sharp objects and we you did. had a you had a cheaper pencil sharpener. And it, it had blades bad. on each <laughs> blades on either side that cut your finger while you were sharpening your pencil. So it was
1: yeah. not cheaper, and I've got it here. It's made of grass, it weighs a ton, but it is absolutely lethal and I'm scared of it. I mean I have it on the side. Um I and I look at it sideways just to check he's not coming to get me. It's that scary.
0: Well, there you go. So this is safe. And it looks cool. and You know, it doesn't cut your fingers to pieces when you use it. Very, very yeah. cool. Very, very cool item indeed. Um, and like I say, we're going to include links in the show notes. We are going to do a one-off special Christmas newsletter where we'll include everything that we talked about and all the links and links to the casts and all that kind of cool stuff as well. If you're not yet subscribed, head to StationeryFreaks.com and you will find a link to our newsletter. So Helen, closing in, item number three.
1: Right. Now... I, I, there are some caveats around my item number three because, firstly, I don't own one, but I really, really, really want to. They are only four pounds, but they come from <laughs> they come from Japan, from the Homanichi <laughs> site, and they are very much like that Tipex stuff on a roll. These are like little stickers or transfers on a roll, and it's called Deco Rush. And there's loads of different types on there. And I absolutely love them, and I covet them so much. But, and wait, and they're only about £4 a thing, which is quite good, I think, really. But unfortunately, the postage from Japan for just one of them is £23. And that's <laughs> just, that's just <laughs> oh, wow. that's ridiculous. Now, I did meet a very nice lady who was um, a bit of a Habanichi fangirl, and she was telling me how Habanichi have a... Um, a sale day I think she said the first of September every year which she has put in her planner uh, and and so that she remembers every year and she goes on and she buys like a stack of stuff because it's because it's cheaper then um so maybe I need to be doing that
0: I've just opened them up here they look really cool and this place I've got the website I open for it's called thejournalshop.com and oh. bear in mind I've never used this site so I'm not endorsing it in any way <laughs> Have the Hobonicho Deco Rush and all sorts of different colors for £8 each. Ah. And you get free delivery if you spend over £30, which I'm sure you would once you get to this I, mean, I mean,
1: it's double the <laughs> price. So, I mean, you know, they've obviously bought them in from Japan, which I have no problem with. And they have to make their money back for the huge extortionate postage that Fella had to pay. Yeah. Back. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you, Journal Shop. I shall be looking.
0: They look really cool, though. They're very similar to that Tipex mouse, like you mentioned. And you know, I'm assuming that it's whatever's on the outside of the the sort of holder is the sticker that you get. Very cool.
1: But no, it's not just one. So the interesting oh. thing is is that you get different, or you get several different ones on the roll. So it just repeats, obviously. But you get I don't know four, five, six different pictures. So I'm um, and they're themed. So yes, have a look on the Hobonichi Deco Rush bit of there website so that you can see which one you want I suppose before you go to the journal shop if they haven't shown you nicely
0: yeah very cool
1: not very practical but I do you know it's about accessories and and that I would absolutely buy um if it wasn't you know nearly 30 quid a roll effectively for me so anyway
0: (laughs) by the time you've added the shipping yeah (laughs) crikey Uh,
1: what's your third one Rob
0: all right, mine's, mine's uh, you know, you've gone for the the more affordable options. I seem to have pushed, pushed my price bracket up a little bit for today. But I was thinking, what do I use a lot? What would I really like if, you know, on Desert Island Stationery um, yes. sort of show in terms of accessories? And I've gone for something non-analog um, to some extent. It's a combination of two. I've gone for my portable thermal printer. Ah, Now, this thing is really, really cool. I bought it uh, probably a year ago, and I probably use it every week. And it's a tiny little printer. It has a little thermal paper in it. You charge it via USB, and you've got an app on your phone. And basically, you just pull up a picture on it, and you print it. And it prints a little black-and-white thermal picture. If you get the paper that's got sticky back on it, then you get a sticker. And I use it all the time in my journal. So when I'm writing, you know, this week when looked at the Christmas lights I can pull out a picture of me and the kids and stick it in there and it's just wonderful I can create little stickers for all sorts of cool stuff I did a a bit of a session with the boys where I did a stupid selfie and then printed about 45 copies of it I
1: remember you telling me about that
0: and and I went around and stuck it on all their stuff and and it was was quite funny (laughs) Um, It's still on, actually, the biscuit barrel. There is, If you go go and get the biscuits out, there's a picture of me there on the side of it. So this thing's really cool. I mean, it just lasts forever in terms of the charge. The paper's not massively expensive to replace on it. I
1: have to say, it does sound really good, and particularly the way you're using it. Well, not perhaps with the biscuit barrel and all around the house. But from a point of view of recording and journaling as you go, I really like that. I think that's a a really nice sort of use for that kind of thing. But I'm Hmm. fairly sure... I'm not I'm not great at journaling. I've tried, as you know, Rob, every year, every January, we have a conversation. I go, right, this year, this year is going to be different. And I'll be doing it again in 2024 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in January, I'll be doing the same thing. But I, I struggle with the journaling thing. And I worry that if I bought it, I wouldn't use it because I don't do the journaling. But I love, I love the idea of how you're using it. I think it's really brilliant.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be just for journaling, of course. I mean, like, you know, I, I often think back to... Um, uh, what's the um, instant photographs? What they called? Polaroids. Polaroids. That's it. I was thinking Kodak. Then they do they do another one, but Polaroids. A similar sort of thing to that. There's a moment that you want to capture and you want a sort of physical representation of it. And yeah, the quality is not brilliant. It's black and white only. It's not you know high resolution as such, but it gives you that ability to you know create a mood board or you know create a photo wall or whatever. You can print whatever you want. You can print your own logos. I actually. Um, was considering this as part of the stationary freaks um, guerrilla marketing that we, we might do <laughs> we were literally just, you know, pull up the logo on the phone and print it and then give that person a sticker. It's just got, you know, whatever you want to print, whatever you want to look at, you can just, you can just print this. It's yeah, probably, very, very it, cool.
1: But it's black and white you see. And I'd really, really mm. like the color because my brain does yeah. color really
0: well. I'm sure you can get thermal printers in color, I think you have
1: to get the stickers in colour and have a black and white printer, as far as I can remember, when I've looked. But then, you know, I don't really know what I'm looking for. and I, I Most of my discoveries are stumble-upon discoveries rather than successfully searched for something I think ought to, should, ought to exist, really.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the alternative products on Amazon, and there are colour printers. They're a little bit more expensive. Uh, the one I got is a Vretti, and the app is a bit you know a bit slow and a bit tedious but it works okay and I think I paid 55 pounds for it so it's a lot of money but you know but I use it every week it's it's cracking and um there you go that's my third one
1: nice I think that's a good third one actually I think yours were slightly more exciting than mine I mean those were all the things that when I I thought I would sit down and look at stuff I actually like and use and admittedly the Havonichi one isn't but if I had it I would so use it but yeah, I, I try to choose things that I'm really pleased with and, and use a lot and get a lot of benefit from. Mm. Forgotten heroes kind of thing. A, I'm surprised a... you didn't go with paper clips, Rob, if I'm honest.
0: Yeah, I, I looked around. I've got I've got this old um, you know, writing bureau. We talked about that on the show before, and that's where all my stationery's kept. So it's it's all in there. It's my sort of analog workstation. And I looked at it and there's obviously the thermal printer there, there's the typewriter. And then there's all the other stuff that I use, you know, elastic bands. Believe it or not, my unsung hero. You can tie cables together. Yeah, you can use them. Yeah, Yeah, you can fire them at the kids. You know, there's all sorts of stuff that you can do with these things. (laughs) You're poor. Uh, (laughs) And I looked at it all, and I thought, no one wants to hear me drone on about blue tack or sellotape. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so i thought you know what let's just pick the the three that we went for in the end but of course there's hundreds of accessories and you Never know left. let us know what you use you know if you subscribe to the newsletter just hit reply to that that'll come back to me and helen and yeah let us know what you use leave us a comment tag us on instagram we're at stationary freaks uk on instagram Yeah. and we've got one more of these christmas guides to go if you're just listening to this Please check out the previous ones, and the final one I think is going to be an absolute cracker. Hell, anyway, we haven't recorded it yet, have we? But
1: <laughs> we haven't. But we're kind of like both psyching ourselves up for this epic uh, yeah. discovery. Are we going to give yeah. them tell them the topic?
0: Well, they, I mean, we've already teased it's money's no object, and as a stationary freak, with money as being no object you know, gift guide, kind of gift guide. I don't know. We'll probably flex those rules a little bit. I know I will. And uh, I'm just looking at my notes here for it. I've already written what I'm going to talk about, but we have not recorded that yet. Anyway, Helen, anything else you'd like to check into this episode before we declare victory on it? Uh, uh,
1: only um, just one tiny little story. So we had, we, we talked about stationary mishaps and, and problems some time ago. And I thought of that podcast today as I decided to fill up my ink pens because I haven't been using Mm. my ink pens for the last few weeks so I thought I know I'm going to switch the ink uh, from one of them my favorite one to being uh, I've got a new dove gray ink which is hugely underwhelming now that I've got it in but before (laughs) I got it in the ink color in there was it's called mulberry Um, and I this is the one that's particularly bad when it goes everywhere or has a mishap because it looks like a murder scene and Mm. I actually did have this deep mulberry color in there my daughter refers to it as the blood of my enemies color um and because i was trying to clean it out i actually wasn't paying attention i got a big blob on a notepad which i then put my hand in and i'm not kidding you it looked (laughs) like i'd slashed my entire hand open with this just this deep deep red everywhere um, and I did think about the stationary mishaps and I did remember and think, why did I start this in the first
0: place? Yeah, I did. did you not take advantage of that and run into your husband and go,
1: oh, look what I've done, look what I've done? No, because he's never here when it's useful and you can tease him like that, is he? <laughs> <laughs> and instead, now I've got a very underwhelming dove grey, which I have to be honest, I had, re- I was really excited about. But it looks like watery black. <laughs> it's just oh, not dear. the look I was going for.
0: There you go, stationary mishaps. All right, we shall say goodbye. And we look forward to speaking to you in the next podcast. That's goodbye from me.
1: And goodbye from me, bye. Bye Bye-bye.